You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dad, and today we are talking Cardinals baseball. We are so excited to bring in Joe Trezza, our Cardinals reporter, who is filling in for Jennifer Langosh. Joe, first of all, welcome to the podcast. Uh, and two, we want you to let fans uh, get to know a little bit about you. Tell us some of your baseball resume and what you've done in the past that gives you the credentials to actually do this job well. Well, Alexa, first of all, it is an honor and a pleasure to be on the podcast. I am a longtime listener um, to your various podcasts and, and endeavors, mm-hmm. and uh, it's great to be on it myself. Um, I'm filling in temporarily for Jen Langosh down here uh, on, on the Cardinals beat. Uh, we're in Jupiter, Florida right now at Roger, at the Roger Dean uh, Stadium Complex. Um, I've previously uh, covered uh, a bunch of teams, most recently uh, in New York as kind of a news feature writer, kind of going back and forth between the Mets and the Yankees and, and, um, and, and writing about uh, players from all over the league. Uh, and before that, I worked exclusively with the Mets um, during, their, during their World Series run in 2015. So um, actually before that, I, I worked with the Cardinals in 2014 um, for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch in St. Louis. Um, also worked for the Miami Herald before that and a bunch of other uh, publications um, covering sports and, and predominantly baseball. So uh, here I am down down in Cardinals camp, and I'm thrilled to be here, and, um, and that, that's about it. Great. Well, you have an extensive resume, so safe to say you know baseball pretty well. And the fact that you have covered these Cardinals before – uh, bodes pretty well for I know these fans are going to get some great info from you. So really happy to have you aboard. Uh, so you're down there in Jupiter and pitchers and catchers reported this week. You know, I was excited to see, honestly, Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina reunite. That was pretty fun. I know a lot of fans were pretty excited to see that on Twitter, too. And then you remember the year that Wayno had last season and you wonder, how is this year going to be different? What's changed? What's he saying in terms of going into the 2018 season that he can kind of let 2017 fall off his back? Well, nobody is more critical of himself and of the starting rotation than, than Adam Wainwright was. Um, he's one of the most accountable, um, uh, refreshing, and, and honest athletes out there with one of the biggest uh, personalities, as everybody knows. Um, and he'll tell you that last season was, was not what he expected out of himself. Um, I think something that's different this year is that he's healthy and that um, he's, not, he's not anticipating health being an issue um, going forward. Uh, that said, it's it's kind of a big year for him because it's the final year of his contract. Um, he's, you know, he's this iconic Cardinal. He's towards the end of his career, um, age-wise and and stuff-wise. He's he's kind of declining, and he's had some some struggles in the past, especially recently. So, um, it, it's 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 a year where. Uh, there are going to have to be some decisions made about Adam Wainwright, and I think um, Adam Wainwright um, is going to try to try his best to dictate those decisions. All right, so let's talk about the rest of this rotation. Team brought in Miles Michaelis, the Lizard King, as he is so affectionately known because he ate lizards uh, during spring training when he was last here, which is disgusting, but also um, kind of baller. He returns from his three-year stint in Japan. How's he ju- adjusting to the transition back to the majors, and has he eaten any lizards yet? Well, people are definitely already asking asking him about that. I'm sure. Um, he, might, he might kind of be 
be at the point where he's where he's he's regretting it a little bit because he's become such a sensation. Um, and I don't know if that's exactly the thing he wants to be remembered for. But um, look, Miles, uh, he presents a very intriguing option to this rotation. Um, uh, the Cardinals are confident enough to give him um, a, a two-year deal coming back from Japan um, to kind of replace Lance Lynn. They really didn't pursue Lance Lynn very much this uh, this winter, even though he's been really one of the most durable starters in the league um, for a while now. Um, that said, they trust the the scouting that they that they had on on, on Michaelis overseas. Um, they trust the analytical angle and information that they got from that scouting, and they think he can really be kind of a stealth, high upside acquisition um, in addition to that rotation. That said, um, if he struggles mightily in spring and in the early going, maybe he's a ro- maybe he's a, a an option in the bullpen. You know, maybe he maybe Jack Flaherty and Luke Weaver. Um, Emerge to, to to the point where you have to put them in the rotation, right? Maybe maybe Miles doesn't a little bit. Maybe he transitions to the bullpen. Um, there are a lot of guys on the staff now, especially with uh, especially with the acquisition of Bud Norris, um, who signed a deal yesterday, uh, who can kind of go both ways, right? They can they can go from the rotation to the bullpen. They can go to the bullpen. Um, uh, from the bullpen to the rotation if they have to. So there's a lot of depth here. There's a lot of versatility, um, and I think the Cardinals are really looking forward to just kind of seeing how all that plays out. All right, so you wrote a bunch about Alex Reyes, too, who's another huge arm for this team, coming back from Tommy John surgery. You've seen him up close down there in Jupiter. How's he looking, and is he game-ready yet? Well, he's not game-ready yet. Uh, he, he says he's healthy. Um, he looks about 15 pounds slimmer from a year ago. Uh, he said that he has... He's lost the weight basically by just cutting out soda and sugary drinks from his diet. Um, he said just drinking water was a big thing for him, um, and he's also not somebody. He's also somebody whose weight has fluctuated a bit in the past. He thinks this new body type kind of makes him a little more flexible, more athletic, um, and kind of uh, kind of better at recovering. Right, so he was coming back from Tommy John surgery, and he really decided to take the opportunity and focus on his conditioning. Um, as for his arm, he is throwing mostly, he's throwing only fastballs right now off the mound. He has not incorporated his breaking ball or change up, um, in his bullpen sessions. He has toyed around with it, playing catch, throwing kind of loosely, um, just to try to get the feel of it for it. But he's certainly not game ready yet because if you're not throwing full bullpens with your, with all your pitches, then, then you're not game ready. Sure. Um, he's also not throwing his fastball at 100% intensity right now. So um, the Cardinals have mapped out a tentative return date for him as May 1st. They hope at that point he can begin contributing to the big league club, but they've also made it very clear that they're not going to rush Alex Reyes back. He is going to come back based on his recovery and not their team need, Um, even though there might be a need for him. you know, pretty immediately, whether it's in the bullpen or the starting rotation. If you had to put some money on it, or if you had to uh, wager a guess, where do you think he ends up when he does come back in the starting rotation or in the bullpen? Well, I think the Cardinals would like him to be a starter in the long run. Um, in the short term, though, there may be a 
a um, an, an effort to kind of uh, to kind of limit his workload, right? Because they don't want him coming back from a year on the shelf, throwing 200 innings and and then getting hurt again, or or, or or pushing himself too much to get hurt again. That's why it seems like as of now they're planning on, on making him a starter. But I can envision a situation where maybe he's put his 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 return date is pushed back a little bit. Suddenly there is a little there's some trouble closing out games and in the high uh, leverage situations for this team like there were last year. And suddenly Reyes comes back as an option, an electric option in the late innings. Um, that way. He helps. He fills an immediate need for the club, and you can kind of limit his workload and make sure that he's effective and not injured again in a month or two months. And then you can plan his future from there. I mean, he's still he's still 23 years old, so he really has his whole career ahead of him. And in his short big league uh, experience, he has done both. He has relieved and he has started games. All right. So for this bullpen, I mean, it was their biggest concern last season, and it's something they really need to address this offseason, they pretty much did that, or at least to the best of their abilities, with the addition of Luke Gregerson and bringing in Bud Norris. But what do the Cardinals need to get out of these guys, out of these new pieces, in order to really ease those bullpen woes and make them feel comfortable about their bullpen going into the season? Yeah, well, what they want is for these guys to kind of define their roles in spring training, right? So they have a ton of high upside um, if unproven arms in camp right now, uh, we're talking a lot of new guys. We're talking Luke Gregerson, who has been who has closed games before. He's kind of the veteran of the group, right? We have Dominic Leone, um, we have Connor Green. Both of these guys were acquired in the trade for Randall Grichik. Um So that's that's just that that's a ton of that, that that's three faces right there that are brand new that were brought in specifically to kind of kind of. <sighs> push these other guys in the bullpen and help create some clarity in terms of role, right? Another guy that, is, that I didn't mention is Bud Norris, who the, who the club signed uh, on Monday to kind of help kind of clutter this this competition and also eventually bring clarity to the situation. Um, so what they really want is for some of these guys to separate themselves and help the club define what their role would be, right? Like who will be trusted most in the high leverage situations who will be trusted most in the ninth inning these are questions that that the cardinals know that they don't have the answers to yet uh, luke gregerson is the closer in name uh he will get the first chance to close that's been abundantly clear but it's also pretty clear that um the uh the trust earned to get high leverage outs and to get important outs will have to be trusted uh, will, will have to be earned and that will certainly be a um an open competition to see who can who can earn it all right so in name luke gregerson is the closer but what are the chances the cardinals decide hey you know what we need a guy a proven closer in here the likes of a greg holland to really make sure that we feel confident going in and and they go out and they get greg holland to shore up this pen well i think that depends on a lot of factors but honestly i think more likely is is them doing something like they did on Monday, which is getting a guy like Bud Norris, who, if you look at certain numbers, kind of matches up with a guy like Greg Holland in terms of periphery statistics, rate statistics. Um, and he's much, he's much less expensive, and he's also more versatile, right? So in a way, I think the club will kind of view him as, as saying, wow, this guy is someone we can actually probably get more value out of 
if we can start him for 10 games if we have to, or he can close games, you know, if, if it comes to that, or we can count on him to get outs in the sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth. And oh, look, he has the same strikeout rate as Greg Holland. Oh, look, he has the same walk rate as Greg Holland. Suddenly, Bud Norris becomes a valuable commodity, right? Or at least in their eyes, right? That, that's how they're kind of that's how they're kind of seeing this this free agent market for relievers. So um, it looks more likely that they're they're going to look to get the next Greg Holland instead of this Greg Holland. Does that make any sense? Sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, all right, so this will be a pretty interesting, uh, you know, bullpen competition for these guys as they get it all sorted out this spring. And uh, as position players start to report down there, we'll talk next week about Mike Matheny, who was speaking recently about his blueprint for the top of this lineup. Dexter Fowler, Tommy Pham, Matt Carpenter, Marcelo Zuna. So get excited, Cardinals fans, because that is coming next week. But that's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Cardinals edition. Back next week, like I said, with a brand new episode, and Joe will be there. Joe, thanks so much for all your info this week, and we'll talk to you next week. Alexa, looking forward to it. Thank you.